You're listening to Two Gomers Run, a marathon, the Sub 5 Strive, a podcast about two normal guys doing something abnormal as fast as they can. This is Minnesota 5 for the week ending Sunday, January 16th, 10 weeks to the race. I've been roaming around, always looking down at all I see. Welcome, everybody, to this, the fifth mini-sode of Two Gomers Run a Marathon, the Sub 5 Strive. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers, coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, with my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, man. Congratulations on your awesome race that we're going to talk about soon. Thanks, bro. But first, happy birthday, dude. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, this episode is coming out on my 33rd. Wow. Yeah, 33. Yep. Being 33, working with college students, that must be like you're an old guy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like for, I mean, I've been doing this for, this is my 11th year, mm-hmm. right? At first it was like, I could kind of pretend that I was like sort of their brother role, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Or their yeah. friend. Yeah. And now it's like. I'm, I'm I play the father figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old. You come in there, you're the heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, people used to ask me what year I was. Yep. You know, um, now I still get mistaken. I think for a grad student sometimes, or sure. a non trad. Yep. But not for a freshman. Right. Sure. Yeah, I know, dude. Freshmen are so tiny. <laughs> That's true. Like Aaron and I were driving around the UW campus at Christmas, and it's just uh-huh. like. Man, those people look so young. And then you think, I wasn't that tiny, but we definitely were that yeah. tiny. Dude, look at those pictures, for if, real. If anybody was that tiny, we were. Yeah, we were those guys, for sure. <laughs> um, Dude, I have to say an apology oh, about yeah. my, my classic Gomer fail here, because we're talking about your birthday. Yeah. Dude, somehow, okay, so like in my feed, mm-hmm. somebody writes... Happy birthday, Steven. And then a couple other people did. Yeah. On your wall. Yeah, my sister-in-law got it wrong. She thought it was the 19th, but it was the 17th. Oh, okay. That's who it was. Okay, so that's... Yeah. Um, And then the other thing, dude, I literally never know what day it is anymore. <laughs> you know, like... I, what, do, what do you mean? Like, I never know the date. Oh, the date. Okay. Like, you I know mean, what I, day of the week it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my week is weird. Yeah. You know, because it goes from Wednesday to Sunday. Right. So my days are weird, but mm-hmm. I just never know what the actual date is. So <laughs> I didn't want you to think I totally forgot that your birthday is January 19th, 1978. <laughs> I was 0% offended. <laughs> I felt bad, though. I felt because I wrote it on the Gomer wall, dude. And people were like, my son's birthday. It's my birthday. Like <laughs> super excited that their birthday yeah. was the same as mine. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Total my bad. So oh, either well. way, happy birthday now. I tried to cover for you on Facebook, like, no, what Anthony meant was I'm celebrating my birthday. Right. Well, that's the other thing. You said it was your birthday weekend, too. Yeah, that's true. I was setting up the confusion. Mm. Confused. Epic Gomer fail. Well, it was okay. It's all good. Yeah. But thanks for the happy birthday. Jessica Mm -hmm. got me tons of safety running stuff. Oh, nice. So um, that was a happy birthday. And I mean, now that we've taken up this hobby... You know, of running yep. or lifestyle or whatever. Um, it's gotten way easier, I think, to buy stuff for me for my birthday. Yep. And then when I got hit by a car, it got way easy, I guess. Right. 
because then there's all the safety stuff I didn't have yet. Yeah, so, we, know, we know you're accident prone. That's true. <laughs> so maybe from now on, my birthday is accident prevention. Sweet, dude. Well, do you want to do your classic rundown slash teasers of what's coming up on episode five, mini-sode five, I mean? Yeah. So we're going to head into the race and review um, where I will give my race and review mm-hmm. and then we will close. Okay. Sounds good. So this is going to be hopefully a true mini-sode. True mini-sode. Okay, cool. All right, let's do this. How's it going over there in the Week in Review? I heard you ran the Phoenix Rock and Roll Half Marathon again, Gomer 2. All right, here we are in the Week in Review, Run and Review, Race and Review, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Yep. And um, so, Steven, let's talk through your race. Okay. Um, first of all, just tell me kind of like the lead up, you know, everything, the, the days, weeks, months before, whatever. Sure, yeah. So my original plan was just to go do it. Just to drive right. down on Saturday night, stay at a friend's house, run the next morning, and then just drive back up to Flagstaff. Um, yep. But then we were realizing, oh, it's my birthday weekend, sort of, also. Um, and so we changed it to Jessica and the boys coming with me, and then we stayed an extra night on Sunday night, too. So it turned into this kind of fun, like, let's just go down to the warm weather together and just have a blast and be together yeah. as a family. So we ended up doing that. Um, but Jessica had a meeting until like 2 p.m. on Saturday. And yeah. it takes like three hours to get to Phoenix. And the expo closes at 6. <laughs> and I don't really know what happens if you don't pick up your stuff. Right. Like they say all over the website, like, you must come. You cannot get your packet on the morning of. Like they really yeah. freak you out. So... I was like kind of freaking out on the way down, um, driving super fast. Yeah. And then I dropped Jessica and the kids off at the hotel and I like made it to the expo total Gomer yeah. 15 minutes before it closed. <laughs> yeah. So there were no lines. So that was good. Right, That's cool. Yep. Yeah. I ran in, got my stuff, um, forgot my confirmation sheet. Dude, I totally forgot that too. So I had to like fill out a new one. Yeah. Um, hey, but dude, just a real quick note on that. Yeah. I don't think there are people with chips and packets and race bibs and all that stuff at the race. Yeah, I don't either. So I think it is totally imperative. Yeah. That you pick that up. Yeah. You know, like, I think you just couldn't officially race. Yeah. You know? So I was so. worrying for a good reason, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just made it. Like, literally mm-hmm. just made it. And then there were uh, two Gomer fans that had uh, emailed us and said, hey, I'll be at the expo. You should come see yep. me. Um, and I met Lauren uh, at the A6 booth. That was awesome. Yeah, um, very cool. And got a picture with her, and she gave us some hats. I've got your hat in my bedroom. I'm going to send it to you. Ooh. A little cap. So that'll be fun. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, but I missed Karen. Um, I went over to the booth that she was at and asked um, these people and they're like, no, Karen just left. No. So I felt kind of sad. So sorry, Karen, if you're out there, I wish yep. I could have met you. So anyways, got my stuff. Sweet shirt this year. Yeah, that looked awesome, dude. Like way better than two years ago. Yeah, because the last time or two years ago, we got like just a white T-shirt with some stuff on it. Yeah, super right. dumb. But this one is um, a tech shirt. Yeah. And Nice dark blue with 
actually a cool font and a cool picture. Um, sweet swag. You know, you, I kind of yep. like ran around the expo, like yeah. grabbing up anything I could that was for free. Yeah. So rude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're like, the expo has now closed. And they like shoved me out, um, yep. drove back. And then I had kind of like the night before jitters, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but I did manage to eat way earlier than you guys did. So I right. think you said you guys ate a pizza at like 9.30 or 10, right? Yep. Um, I ate around seven. I had a foot long sub at Subway. Oh, nice. Which is a great pre like night before meal. I think. Yeah. Yep. Plenty of carbs, protein in there, some fiber. <laughs> yeah. Did you get whole wheat? I got whole wheat. Nice. Toasted. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that makes the difference right there. Yeah, for sure. What kind of sandwich did you get just real quick? Um, turkey. Hmm. That yeah. does sound like a good and healthy one. It was. So um, then I went in the hot tub to try to relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By myself in the hot tub. Right. Um, yeah. Because they were getting ready for bed. Uh, I laid out all my swag. Maybe people saw that picture on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. I just like That's to see cool. it all. And maybe because yep. you want to take a picture. Um, then Jessica and I watched this show called Extreme Couponing on TLC. <laughs> yeah a must watch yeah you have got to see this right alongside of my strange addiction yes it was right before my strange addiction (laughs) i like to eat soap and and detergent (laughs) yeah exactly i like to wear a mascot costume wherever i go (laughs) so extreme couponing is not that freaky but seriously jessica and i watched with our jaws on the ground the whole time it is a must see yeah this guy buys $5,000 worth of groceries for like $25. Wow. Okay. It's on our DVR. I got to watch it. <laughs> I figured it was. Okay, good. Yeah, watch it. So anyways, uh, we did that and I was in bed by 10. Wow. Awesome. It was awesome. How were the How were the boys? Were they cool? Were they sleeping? Yep. They went to bed right away. Well, nice. no, that's a lie. They didn't. Oh. Um, They were pretty bad. <laughs> but still they were sleeping by 9 30 and then i was sleeping by 10 okay nice and you know your race started when did your race start again last week 5 47 had to be there at 4 30 yeah so my race started at 8 30 a.m ugh that is so (laughs) awesome but makes me so mad dude (laughs) so yeah i didn't have to go to bed really worried at all i I went to bed at 10 and i got eight hours of sleep amazing it's definitely the best sleep I've ever gotten before a race. Yeah, that's great. So that was all my prep. And I woke up feeling pretty good about the race. Did you like wake up like nervous at all? Jittery or pretty just excited? Yeah, I think the normal jittery. Right? Yeah. Like mostly excited. Yeah. Um, Because it is fun. You know, you're, right. you're doing something again that not a ton of people do, even though it feels like it is a ton of people that are there. Yep. I yeah. mean, I think... 30,000 people run this one. Wow. So it's like a city basically running together. Um, But still, you feel like kind of proud of yourself when you wake up, like I'm doing something cool. Um, But there's also that nervousness and jitter stuff happening too. So yeah, I woke up um, feeling great, but a little nervous. Okay. Breakfast? Breakfast was a bagel with peanut butter and a banana. (laughs) 
Yes. The classic. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and I put it all on a plate. And I don't think I would have put it on a plate unless it was tradition. Right. Good. Good. <laughs> Snapped a picture of it, sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my friend John and uh, his wife, Kirsten, picked me up. And we were off. They picked me up at 730 and we drove there. Cool. And then you parked together? Like, well, she didn't run it, though. No, she dropped us off. It was just like when Aaron dropped okay. us off that one time. Yeah. Minus yep. the tub of lube. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when Aaron dropped us off, I was in the back seat <laughs> with my legs spread, <laughs> lubing. <laughs> exactly what she wanted to see at, like, 7 in the morning. Well, actually, ever. But <laughs> And here. You could hear it. I was lubing so much you could hear what I was doing. <laughs> so right. I wasn't doing that because I was in the front seat with Kerr. Right. Um, but yeah, she drove us almost to the exact same spot. Aaron dropped us off. We had yep. to walk a little bit. Um, yep. Kind of when we saw people walking, we were like, just drop us off here. And we walked there. Um, and then you could hear the music. And I started getting pretty excited. And then, of course, right away, we got in line for the porta potties. Right. Good. Good. Yeah. So here's my Gomer's tip. Your, yep. your Gomer tip last week was bring safety pins, which I did, um, but I didn't need them. But it was a good thing I brought them anyways, just in case. But here's yep. my Gomer's tip. Bring to the actual race, bring one of those little packets of Kleenex. Okay. Because nice. uh, there was no toilet paper left. Yeah. In any of the porta potties. Gross, totally. And so then there was this moment of panic when everybody realized there's no toilet paper yep and everybody starts like asking everybody else do you have anything (laughs) yeah it was like the apocalypse all of a sudden there's like bartering happening like yeah what's (laughs) there gonna be a fight here for these little pieces of paper people are looking on the ground right for Mm. like toilet paper that might have like blown out and is lying on the ground (laughs) it was seriously like rationing all of a sudden yeah totally toilet paper becomes like cigarettes in a in a prison (laughs) exactly (laughs) what favor will you trade for this Um, right so uh, luckily i didn't have to go that way but john did and pretty much begged off of some lady behind him who was nice enough to give him one (laughs) one ply of yeah (laughs) do you have a square to spare (laughs) yeah she spared a square (laughs) So, yeah. um, we went to the bathroom, we went up to, uh, I'll tell you about this in a little bit, but we went up to our corral, yep. but here's just one more thing before I tell you more about the race. It's the song to run to this week, but it's the song to start a race to. And okay. so right when I heard the song for the first time, um, it was probably a couple of months ago when we were talking about, um, I got a feeling, remember that was your song to run to. Yep. And we had that discussion about dance music is good running music. Yep. So right around that time, I was listening to the radio and I heard Dynamite by Teo Cruz, right? Have you heard that one? Yep. Oh, yeah. And I immediately thought, because we had had that conversation, I immediately thought, this is the new one. This is the hmm. next generation of um, dance songs to run to. Yeah. Um, and they totally played that song right as we were getting into the corral and so i'm kind of curious about people that have run races lately if they've heard that song yep 
as they're waiting or even like as the opening starting song yeah cause they played it at disney dude really yep i mean it's it's got an awesome beat right totally and it's kind of interactive so like there's that one part that goes i throw my hands up in the air sometimes saying hey oh that part everybody yep. raised their hands up in the air and goes hey like that yeah. all together which i think that's yeah. the octave he sings it in it's an octave uh-huh. of what i just said <laughs> but right. like super fun um got the energy up everybody's kind of standing there dancing right because they're waiting to go so yep. that's the new song to start a race to i am curious about whether people are hearing that song a lot yeah, well, I bet since it's a rock and roll, like, marathon series, I bet they do that at all of them. Oh, you're right. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they did it at uh, at Disney, too, along with I Got a Feeling, which is another participatory. Right. Like, people yell, Mazel Tov! You know, like, <laughs> yep, mazel tov. the jumping around, and, yeah, totally. Fun. <laughs> L'chaim. Yeah. L'chaim. Yeah. I love that part. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nothing like hearing L'chaim auto-tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so uh here's the weird thing i was up in corral six mm-hmm. which is way crazy. different than i think we were in corral like 22 or 23 when we did it yeah. two years ago yep mm-hmm. very different um yeah i bet so just just let me say this real quick i i decided to to go with the two-hour pace group yep um and here's why i decided finally to do it people who are following me on twitter or follow us on Facebook, know that I was waffling a little bit about that, uh-huh. like yeah. going back and forth. Um, after your run last week, um, when I was looking at your splits, what I kept thinking was he said the week before that he wanted to be disciplined. Yep. And this run reflects that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. started steady and you went steady the whole time and then increased and it was just this disciplined run. Right. The week before I had said, I want this to be a year of risk for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I, at the very least, I want to be able to look at my splits afterwards and say, I took a risk. Yeah. Um, yeah. even if I fail miserably, <laughs> I want to be able to look at those first couple of miles and say, well, I took a risk. Yep. Good. Um, so I did, I decided to go up to the two hour pace group. John came with me. Um, and so, uh, they fired the gun. And yep. they start moving up the corrals, and it was like immediate. We were out. Yeah. Which is way different than before, too. Like, <laughs> right. No time sure. to think. Just go. Yeah. And then we started running. Oh, yeah. But, dude, but first, before you before you talk about the gun or the post gun, mm-hmm. this tweet that Amber sent yeah. um, at a Jershel, um, if you don't try, you won't break two. If you try, you might break two. Mm-hmm. So trying has better odds. I thought that was a great tweet. Yeah. Um, just along the risk line, like you won't do it if you don't try. Right? Yeah, and she could so. probably tell that I was like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. she had to come out with what with what I needed, which is basically that, like, um, kind of this: uh, you do it or you don't do it. Yep. And if you do it, at least you have the chance of getting it done. Yep. Get her done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do or do not. There is no try. Is what I said. <laughs> yep. Okay. So we're running, and immediately I can tell. That this is very different yeah. than when we started in the back. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it was like talking to people, totally goofing around, right? <laughs> right. Which was awesome. And I loved it. Yeah. Um, 
so that, that's another thing that I want to talk about the, the kind of the difference of how I enjoyed it <laughs> you know what I mean yeah but yeah. very different everyone's making a total concerted effort nobody's talking to each other mm-hmm. everybody's just running and running pretty hard yeah um and so I've got my headphones in and I'm listening to the Lonely Nation, right? Our, yep. My traditional starting song and mm-hmm. just feeling like this is different. Um, mm-hmm. I already feel mile one. This is very different than any race I've run before. And even when I did the 215 last or two Mays ago, I didn't yep. know I was trying for that. And <laughs> yeah. so it was still fun. This was like, oh, crap, bear down yeah. and just go. Um, and it kind of started to worry me a little bit. Um, okay. But I felt like I was kind of keeping up, especially for the first like six or seven miles. I felt pretty good. Um, and I sent you my splits there. Yep. Um, yep. So you can see it was kind of hovering around low nines. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I checked. I was following this along at church live, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when you crossed that 10K at 56 minutes, I was like, oh, crap, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's, how, that's how I was feeling, too. Yeah. Like, oh. Um, <laughs> and my legs were starting to hurt. Yeah. They started to burn. Like, huh. this is a real effort. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was around 909, 915s, probably a little bit yep. lower than that. Um, and then... Uh, and I always had the two-hour pace guy in my sights. Yep. Right? That was my goal. Yeah. Um, John and I were just trying to keep up with this guy. And it's kind of cool. There's a group of people, right, that are around you. Um, yeah. And so you're kind of just running in this mob of people and nobody's talking to each other. Except for the pacer. He's talking. It's no effort for him at all. Wow. So something that helped me was l- watching his legs. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like he was making any effort. And I was like, oh. okay, this is possible. Um, yeah. Also, another thing that was helping was I put a little, a couple little treats on my playlist and okay. shuffled. Um, yep. One of them was uh, you reading your Asian American studies, thing, <laughs> <laughs> which is a definite Easter egg. I don't know if anybody will ever hear it, but basically <laughs> it's a paper that you wrote in college and you're, you're reading it to Alex. You guys recorded it. And he's yeah. just cracking up, and it yeah. is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> so that came up yeah. around mile four, and I, yeah. I must have looked like an idiot because yeah. I was like blah, 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 laughing super loud. Yeah, yeah. And then I also put in um, a couple of the songs that we recorded together. Mm-hmm. Another yep. very rare Gomer um, Easter egg that might be yep. released at some point, and that came up around mile six. So those were really helpful. But then, dude, around mile seven. Um, yep. I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do this anymore. Can't keep going. I, and so, and I tried the mantras, right? Yep. I tried saying do or do not. <laughs> I yeah. tried saying, um, just do it. I tried saying be water or whatever <laughs> those things are like, what? I don't know. I, I read, I read that one in runner's world. Be water. <laughs> yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> Me neither, but I tried it and it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked over at John and I was like, I, I can't keep up. Hmm. And he's like, no, dude, just try. You can do it. And yeah. I was like, uh, and I just <laughs> slowed down and he ran away. Dope. And so did I, I watched the pace guy run away. Um, yep. And in all honesty, 
it was very discouraging. Hmm. Like maybe uh, uh, the most discouraging part of the race for sure. I'm thinking it might be the most discouraging thing I've ever gone through in the running journey so far. Yeah. Watching him get farther and farther away and yeah. being like, okay. And, and I think it was because I had six miles left, not right. knowing how the rest of this was going to go. And like, and then being by yourself. Yes. Being by myself. Exactly. Um, and uh, I had told Jessica and the, and the boys to just stay at the hotel and hang out. Um, which I'm glad I did because they had a blast there, but mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to see them the mm-hmm. rest of the time. Um, and I, I felt like a bonk was coming. Like, mm. here comes the wall. And so I was right. like, Ugh. and yeah. then people started passing me for the first time. Oh, right. And I was like, I'll Shoot. get over to the right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slow lane on the right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but the benefit was I was at a much more comfortable pace. I started yep. running closer to like a 10 minute for a couple miles. Yeah. Um, but it was very frustrating and um, I wasn't having very much fun. Hmm. So right, I don't know so. what to do with that. I, I think for the first time it really hit me how different it is to run for a time. Yeah. For a time goal than it is to run for just for fun. It's a very different feeling. Um, especially when you realize, I don't think I'm going to make this because what do you do with that when you're in the middle of a race, especially I I did not know how to do with how, what to do with how I was feeling. Yeah. Um, so anyways, feeling kind of crappy for three miles, I would say then 10 miles comes, right? Yep. Um, and I got some goo. Yep. And all of a sudden I got like this second wind. Sweet. Um, sorry, feeling good. Good music was coming on. Um, I started running a little bit faster. You see on the splits. Yeah. Um, like I went back down to like nine thirty. Um, then nine seventeen. Um, so I'm at twelve point five, right? And I look yep. up and there's the pace guy. <laughs> the, he's got the little pink sign, right? And I do yep. not get these pace guys. How they can hold their arms out right. for 13 or 26 miles. Yeah, amazing for like, sure. Like, try to hold your arm out for 10 minutes sitting there. <laughs> right. I couldn't do it. So, yeah. anyways, I look up and there he is and I'm like, I did it. I hmm. actually did it. But I, w- I was thinking, I- this doesn't seem right to me. Something seems off. So, um, I'm with him at 12.5. He's running pretty fast. Right? You see on yep. my split that I'm back down to 9 minute mile. Yep. Um, and I think this could be it. I could actually do the two hour marathon, um, yeah. going, going down the main stretch and it's as awesome as I remembered it. I mean, that's definitely the best part of the race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so exciting. Everybody's yelling. Everybody's saying, we love you, dad. We yeah, love you, mom. Yeah. Good job. Yep. You did it. Um, you're, you're kind of tearing up, um, mm-hmm. for a good reason this time. Yeah. I would say at mile seven, I was tearing up and it was bad. Dude, yeah. And I don't think I even did that on the marathon. All right. No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. I definitely did. <laughs> but this this was like very, like seven mile was my my biggest low, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, luckily I got better and then the end was really great. Um. Crossed the finish line. 
um, with the guy next to the guy. So when the when these pictures come out, you know they they put the pictures out. You'll see. Yep. I'm pointing at the two hour pacer sign as we <laughs> run over the because yeah. I was like, this is it. I did it. You're right. Um, and then I then you texted me my time. Right. And it was two o three o five. Yeah. And you were like, what? Yeah, I thought I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. So the, the race was done, and I would say overall, um, it was a very different experience, um, and it really showed me what this time thing is going to be like, which right. is um, not as fun, but definitely helped me understand runners in a different way, I would say. Where I would say most runners are really, really concerned about their time. Um, right. Especially people that are doing that race, uh, a half marathon or a marathon. If they're going to train for that kind of race, they actually are concerned about time. Yep. This is the first one that I've run, a long race, I mean, where I was also. Um, and it really was eye-opening, I think, hmm. for what that's like. Um, I got a 20305. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I love it. It's awesome. Now, was it like, I mean, was it bittersweet at all that you didn't get sub to, but you got an amazing time, you know, like, honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. Even <laughs> even two days out. I don't know how to feel about it yet. I mean, at first I was definite grumsters. <laughs> yeah, your texts were like that. You're like, yeah, I thought I did it. <laughs> Total grumpy pants. <laughs> and you saw right through that even on text you're like dude what's right. the matter with you yeah um so um th th this didn't have anything to do with it but john got a sub two and i was honestly proud of him um yeah then again he's like 18 inches taller than me if you see the picture on facebook he's <laughs> right. so yeah. tall right um, but still amazing job 159 he did i was super proud of him um so I'm going back and forth on how I feel about how I did. Uh, right. And it's kind of this perfectionism thing that I've been working on my whole life. Like nothing's quite good enough that I do. Right. I don't, I don't care what other people do, but if I'm not perfect, I get depressed about it. Right. Um, and I've gotten counseling for that, you know, but obviously I still deal with it. So I don't know. I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of mad at the pacer. <laughs> yeah but i don't know that dude and i don't know the rules he probably isn't i mean there's no law that says he has to cross sub two if he's if he's at has two. a sign that says two right um i'm kind of mad at myself yeah that's the only person you could be mad at <laughs> yep <laughs> but dude let me just say it's freaking awesome yeah um first of all like uh, my one of my favorite parts is that you defeated uh gomer three's gr of 206 that he's held for two years yeah i gotta um, read you this rude text he sent me okay nice <gasps> rude slash kidding of course here but yeah i, got, I gotta read this to you okay, yeah, okay so i and he he's reacting to my rudeness because i bragged mm -hmm. so i i texted him right afterwards and i said beat your halftime little bro <laughs> i'm coming for your full next time wah ha 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 so yeah. then he texted back, no exclamation point. What was your time? So I texted him, 20305. Yeah. And then here's his text back. Wow. 
it took you two extra years to beat my time that I got the first time out after training in secret when none of us had any idea what we were doing. And by a whole four minutes. Congrats. So I texted him back. Thanks. Oh, Al. That's genius. Then he he tried to call because he actually was proud of me. Yeah. And then I texted him. I didn't answer, but I texted him back. Pooping in a public restroom can't answer. He, he said, I'll call later. I really am proud. That's nice Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he for sure is. I think that's a genius text, though. Um, yeah, that's that's funny. Well, it's just it's super cool. Uh, amazing. I mean, I wrote on Twitter that that's a that's a GR that I'll be chasing forever. Um, I mean, I, you know, I mean, you beat me by 22 minutes or something like that. Yeah, but um, it it seems like such a different experience to me, right? Like, so so I don't, I'm not sure how to feel about me, right? Um, like I th- I think I told you on the phone I would have rather gotten a 220 because then I would be like, well, it'd be impossible. It would have been impossible for me to like increase my pace by more than a minute, a mile. Right. Yeah. But I got a 203. Yeah. And so I was like so close yeah super close (laughs) yeah so i don't know how to feel about that the other thing is i don't know how to feel about how i like to run races yeah right and there's a lot that goes in this i mean you weren't there which was sad um sadder than i thought it would be especially because i was back at where we started yep yeah um so that was sad for me um it was hard and it hurt and i don't like pain right yeah um i didn't get the goal right which i never had to worry about before but dude remember you said you know you were going to take a risk so i guess part of taking a risk is you know i I mean you might fail and i do not count this as a failure at all obviously i'm trying not to because you're right the the um the new year's resolution wasn't um succeed at everything right. yep the the new year's resolution was take risks and yeah i guess the definition of risk is there's a huge um opportunity for failure or else it wouldn't be right. a risk right and i, pr- I yep. probably shouldn't use that word as much as i am because i'm not a failure it just no. i just missed it by three minutes and i've right. got to figure out what that means and how that makes me feel so still freaking awesome dude Love it. Um, I mean, like I would be, I would be elated. Um, I mean, I don't know that I could ever run that fast for sure. And there's people that are listening to this that are like two Oh three. That's super slow, dude. You idiot. Yeah. So I was in the hot tub afterwards. (laughs) What? Why not ice bath, dude? I know I did. I did a bad thing. I hurt so bad. I went to the hot tub. (laughs) Epic fail again. Stevie did a bad thing. Anyways, I was with these other people that had obviously run the race, and we were all saying what time we ran. And we got yep. to this guy, and he's like, oh, I did pretty good. And we're like, yeah. you tell your time. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I got a 116. What? <laughs> yep. Wow. <laughs> so um, I can't compare myself to that guy. The only The only person I have to compare myself to is me. Right. And I know that I took a risk. And um, – I, I, did, I did a great job compared to what I've done before. Yeah. Increased my pay. I mean, increased my PR by 
12 minutes. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that rocks. I, I had in the back of my mind, dude, that your main goal, like, mm-hmm. other than taking the sub to risk, yeah, was to beat 209. Yeah. Because that's what you <laughs> thought your first one was. Yeah, that was there. That definitely was back um, there. In so my was mind. that in there? Yeah. Um, and I did. And I yep. didn't have to be wrong about it for six months this time. Right, didn't have to lie. <laughs> um, so, in conclusion, I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. All I do know is there is little that I want more right now than to run a sub two. Huh. Because I was so close. Right. Like, I wish there was another half marathon next week. Yeah. Uh, that I could try again. So that's good. I'm trying to turn that into something positive instead of um, I want to do that to prove to myself that I'm a good person. Yeah. Um, but instead, use that to train well for our marathon coming up. Um, yep. And kind of use this to launch, use both of our marathon half marathons to launch us into where we'd like to be when, when the marathon comes up. Dude, so if you put our, our half marathons together, we've already done sub five relay that's the end of the season folks yeah so we the podcast is done <laughs> <laughs> all right dude well we should close this up because it is supposed to be a mini sode all right sounds good congrats again though thanks Well, that's it for our Minnesota 5. Nice, dude. Congrats again. Thanks, bro. And, uh, you know, just a heads up for people. Next week is going to be a big one. Yeah, we have some announcements coming up. We have some, uh, you know, classic Gomer Plan B, Plan C, you know, <laughs> stuff coming up. Um, a lot of listener feedback that has piled up that we need to get to. Yeah, right? very that important ones. Yeah. Kind of led us towards various different changes and plans and whatnot. So. Right, for sure. Yeah, and I think now that we've both kind of come to the midpoint of the season, right, the half marathon, we're reevaluating and evaluating some things. Yep. And, um, yeah, so next week, it's an understatement to say it's a big episode. I mean, you got to tune in next week for episode six. It's going to be big. Oh, yeah. Big like my favorite movie, Big. <laughs> yep. What's okay. the most iconic scene in Big? Uh, uh, possibly the piano part. Yeah. I, um, I, I go between piano and, um, what's that, what's that, uh, machine the, that he puts oh, the money uh, into? Zoltar. Yeah, Zoltar. I was, see, I was thinking when he eats the baby corn on the cob. <laughs> He's wearing that blue tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, white, awesome. white tuxedo. Oh yeah, it is white. You're right. Yeah. It's a white tuxedo. Yep. So the corn on the cob, the baby corn on the cob, piano, Zoltar. Uh, yeah, I love that. And also his apartment, dude. Oh, man. Like, that loft apartment, That that's like my dream, to have an apartment, like, in New York City with humongous windows like that. Yeah. Um, that you have to take that, you know, that elevator 
Um, and it goes, yeah, it, it opens up like that gate. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right into the apartment. Yep. So awesome. And then have uh, a big trampoline in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is, what's grosser? That mm-hmm. um, that woman falls in love with a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Or in Twilight, that that girl falls in love with a 900-year-old vampire. Hmm. <laughs> they get married. <laughs> um, I would have to go ahead and say falling in love with a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> yep, me too. For yeah. some reason, that's grosser. Yep. I mean, that's that's weird. That, that's that got to be creepy, actually. Yeah. When when at the end of the movie, when he's in his, in his suit, but uh, he's a little kid again. Walking away. Yes, and he turns around like, she shouldn't smile. She should be like, Ugh. Oh, you no, know? it's true. Yeah. Ugh, yuck. It's, it's wrong. Otherwise, great movie. Right, but then what does he do now? Okay, he's 12 or 13 years old. And he's had he's had the taste of the good life. <laughs> like he's been an adult. Yeah. You know? How do you I'm go assuming back? He's had relations. Yeah. You know, how do you go through middle school and high school then? I know. You know, he had tons of money. Oh yeah. The life. Yeah, what happened to that money in that apartment too? Yep. Just like mm. he disappeared. Yep. Weird. Weird. <laughs> All right, well, if anybody has any comments about that or questions, <laughs> uh, you can go to our website, twogomers.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Gomer1 and at Gomer2. Look us up on Facebook. Look up Two Gomers and you'll find us there. Um, send us an email at twogomers at gmail.com or give us some feedback on our iTunes site. We would love any of that feedback. We'd love to hear from you, Gomer Nation. Cool. Yep. And we will see you in a week. All right, dude. Happy running. <laughs>